Welcome to Love Your Heart, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic's Seidel and Arnold Miller Family Heart, Vascular, and Thoracic Institute. These podcasts will help you learn more about your heart, thoracic, and vascular systems, ways to stay healthy, and information about diseases and treatment options. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. I'd like to welcome you um, to our discussion today with Dr. Lee Kirksey, who's a vascular surgeon, and one of his specialties is actually um, amputation prevention or, or limb salvation. Thank you for being here. Uh, thanks, thanks for having me. This is a very important topic. This, of course, is Peripheral Arterial Disease Awareness Month, PAD, Peripheral Vascular Disease, goes by a number of, of different uh, layman's uh, terms, but ultimately the point that we're trying to avoid and the consequence that we're trying to avoid is amputation. So this is very important. So what is your approach when a patient comes in and has been told, you know, that they need um, part of a limb or digits off their foot or, you know, um, amputated? What's your approach to those patients? Yeah, so it, it's, it's somewhat complex because patients are at risk or may be at risk for losing their limb for a couple of different reasons. They may have peripheral arterial disease, blockages in their arteries that cause them to have poor circulation uh, to the foot, which can cause ulcers. Uh, they may have infection secondary to commonly diabetes, but other issues like end-stage renal disease, kidney disease, but diabetes is the most uh, common cause. Or they may have suffered a, a, a wound on their foot for some other reason. Maybe they're diabetic, they didn't feel, maybe they had some trauma and they also have underlying peripheral arterial disease. For this reason though, because there are numerous factors, I have a multidisciplinary team of, of uh, colleagues that I work with. Uh, podiatrist, cardiologist, general cardiologist, interventional cardiologist, infectious disease doctors, plastic surgeons. We all have various areas of expertise. And when you have a complex problem, a place like Cleveland Clinic is where you need to be because you have doctors that are readily collaborating and uh, are, are commonly managing complex issues uh, and um, preventing a patient from going on to lose their limb usually requires a team of caregivers to really have an expertise in each of these areas. So do you start with diagnostic testing or, or what happens? What would a patient expect? If patients have not had diagnostic testing elsewhere, we usually start with diagnostic testing, which can be as simple as an ankle brachial index, which is really just a blood pressure cuff around your ankle compared to a blood pressure cuff around your arm. We can do tests for like an ultrasound to see where the blockages, CAT scans. Ultimately, if the patient has blockages within their artery, probably in about 80% of cases at this point, we can treat them with a minimally invasive percutaneous intervention where we use a combination of balloons to dilate up the blood vessels or stents to keep the blood vessels open and restore circulation, similar to what's used in a heart for a heart catheterization. For more complex patients, we may need to do a bypass. Interestingly, bypasses were the only way to restore the circulation 15 or 20 years ago. And so everyone was familiar with performing bypasses, all surgeons. Now, because um, more surgeons are trained in less invasive means of 
restoring circulation, not as many surgeons are familiar with bypasses. We have a number of experienced surgeons uh, that I work with as colleagues. We do the full gamut of whether it's minimally invasive, whether it's full surgery, open surgery, bypass, or whether it's some combination. And I think that's really important for patients to understand that they usually require a tailored approach and not one approach is gonna be appropriate for every patient. And that's why you need a team of experts that have a full set of skills. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, when we first met, there was a patient that um, was going to lose, I think their foot or their um, leg and um, they didn't realize that they had even an issue. I think they cut their foot on the shower door or something like that. Um, and it was impressive just everything that went, you know, you went through with that patient to help save his foot. Um, can you talk about that a little bit about some of your, um, the different techniques you do with skin grafting or different innovations that you do? Yeah, no, it, it's, uh, it, it doesn't stop with restoring blood flow. As a Mm -hmm. vascular surgeon, obviously that's my area of expertise and that's what people kind of feel like they're coming to me for when they have a limb-threatened condition, but they soon Mm -hmm. understand that if I'm, or when I'm able to identify what they need to restore their blood flow, whether it's a percutaneous intervention or a bypass, once we restore blood flow, especially in those patients who have wounds that are at the highest risk for amputation, then we have to get to work in getting rid of the infection and sometimes debriding the wound area. We have a lot of uh, very uh, interesting and effective um, uh, kind of biologic skin graft and skin replacements and uh, wound agents that can literally regenerate cells. We hear about stem cells and and growth hormones and uh, platelet-rich plasma. There's a number of different terminologies that people uh, use. Many times it's not sufficient just to restore blood flow. We then have to help the wound heal up and we have to try to do that as quickly as possible so that infection is not able to gain entry to the body. And so there are a number of different steps and oftentimes I may be working with my podiatric colleagues to maybe offload the extremity or I may be working with the plastic surgeon. We both may do different types of skin grafts or skin flaps. So there's a a number of different steps that follow the restoration of blood flow to get the wound to heal up because at the end of the day, a success is not just restoring blood flow, but it's actually seeing a patient walk into our office with mm-hmm. a shoe on, uh, kind of re- resuming their normal uh, life's activities. And the, the most rewarding cases I've had are patients that come back six months later or a year later and they bring me a picture accompanying their family member to a graduation or something like that that's very meaningful to them. And, and that's uh, rewarding to me and the, to the team of uh, physicians and nurses that take care of these patients. I just that I remember that patient, you know, it was like a shock to think that he was going to lose his foot. I mean, he was so surprised. He didn't know he was diabetic. Yeah. And then to have that and then to see the growth of the tissue is almost like magic, you know, Absolutely. to get him back to walking again. Yeah, there, there are some incredible 
wound healing adjuncts mm -hmm. that we're able to, to use to help us. So when a patient is, um, goes to the emergency room and they find that they need to um, have a foot amputated or a limb, um, obviously the, the need to come and see somebody is pretty quick. So um, how do you get patients in for quick evaluations? Right. What can they expect? You're, you're right. So it, it needs to be done in a timely fashion. So obviously if a patient's at an outside uh, hospital and they're seeking either a second opinion or they just want the world-class uh, uh, care that the Cleveland Clinic provides, they can seek a, you know, a transfer. Their family can seek a transfer. If the patient's in an, in an, at a home setting or an outpatient setting, we have same day and next day appointments available so that we can see the patient without delay. We can assess them, get the appropriate testing. We have CAT scanners within our department, all our vascular lab testing within our department. Some people are sometimes afraid of the large size of the Cleveland Clinic, but literally a patient can come to my office and have the full vascular evaluation without ever stepping outside of, of my office. Um, and the last thing I think I should highlight in this, in this COVID era is that the hospital is very safe uh, to come to. We've seen a lot of patients, unfortunately, that have had delayed care because there was a time period when patients and families um, were, were somewhat afraid of, during the, the lockdown uh, for COVID of coming to the hospital and seeking care. I, I encourage patients and and let them know should would let them know that the hospital is very safe the physician's office is a very safe setting with the hand hygiene and the wearing a mask and the social distancing that we're very uh adherent to and encourage amongst our patients and providers so no one should delay their care so um as some last notes would you like to leave any last thoughts for um, amputation prevention or for limb salvage for our patients who might be listening? Absolutely. Uh, amputation is a life-changing event. It changes how a person is able to work, function uh, with their family, how they're able to socialize. Um, a, a fair number of patients that undergo amputation understandably experience depression at some point uh, during the course of their uh, treatment. Uh, it's not the end of the world. If people undergo an amputation, they can move on, get a prosthetic, and, and certainly live a life. But if we can avoid amputation with all the technology, the tools, the expertise that we have, then we should, we should really try to do that. And I think uh, my team of multidisciplinary experts with limb preservation and limb salvage are a good group of patient, or a good group of providers to really see, be evaluated by, and and get the appropriate care that you need. I think Cleveland Clinic delivers world-class care, and and this is one of the areas that uh, we're known for. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us this afternoon. Thank you. Thanks so much, Betsy. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. We welcome your comments and feedback please contact us at heart at ccf.org. Like what you heard? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or listen at clevelandclinic.org 
slash loveyourheartpodcast. podcast.